that is what there is a hunger for in America more than anything, is common sense, common sense, common sense. Common sense. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama. It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about how common sense isn't so common. It's a dying art. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, I like to watch people, you know, and I'm pretty good at like predicting what they're going to do because mm-hmm. most people are extremely predictable. A student of human behavior. It's just a learned doctor of it, I think. I mean, I, uh, like, for instance, you know, we work in a corporation, and they're, uh, they've cut our, our yard in half. We work in an equipment rental company, and we had this giant yard forever, and now they're rebuilding the stuff, the, the buildings and whatnot. So they cut our yard in half. So now we have to try to cram everything in this tiny area and still have people come in to pick up equipment. And we have all these signs everywhere. We have a stop sign. A plethora is an understatement. It's so redundant. Yeah, there's signs fucking everywhere. There's a customer parking sign here. There's equipment return here. There's a stop sign. There's no parking sign under the stop sign. It's like if you're walking in a nuclear reactor facility, and it's like danger, radiation beyond this point. And like you walk the next room, like no, for real, like actual danger beyond this point. <laughs> yeah. Don't go any further. You're going to die. <laughs> and it's like danger. Your children will come out as spiders, and they keep walking. It's it's literally that glaring and bad. They just go right past them, and then they'll drive all the way around to like the mechanic shop and get out, and be like, "Where's the office?" There's like, people, like people wrenching with tools and like, is this the office? There's, there's a what? big fucking sign next to the big fucking trailer that says main office. And uh, the stop sign, if you stop at the stop sign, then you'll see the main office sign. It's, it's pretty, I don't know, me personally, when I go into a place I've never been before, I instantly start looking for signs. Like, okay, park here. Okay, that's where I'll park then. Or office here, or hours this, or whatever. I I look for indications of where I'm supposed to go to get what I want to do. Done. If if the situation was different, and we had Charles Darwin there observing people, (laughs) and there was a literal cliff at the end of the yard, he'd tell half these people just to keep driving. (laughs) Just to see what happens. There's a a video the guy made. It's uh, like a cartoon. I showed it to you. And the people are like zombies. They're on their phone. And they're just walking, looking at their phone. And they're literally like walking in a line, falling into the sewer. <clears throat> when I was in a band, I always wanted to have a album cover. And the name of the album was going to be Death Toll. Mm. Double meaning. So... It's like a, a toll road yeah. that goes into a giant hole with fire. And there's like demons at the toll the toll post. Right. 
So you're paying to drive off the cliff? That was one of my ideas. I like that. But, uh, Tongue in cheek. It's literally true. Like People would pay and drive right off the fucking cliff because they're stupid. Like It's just not common anymore. Or in where we work, we even have people that we work with that don't have any common sense. Like it's, the got, way, it's gotten so bad. I think they're doing it on purpose. If honestly. we have a, like a reservation of equipment to be picked up, we have to call the customer and say, Hey, listen, buddy, there's a bunch of signs. When you come in here, we know you're not going to read them. Just drive over to the left where it says parking spots and park there in the parking spots. Not anywhere else in the yard where there's heavy machinery moving and semis coming in and out. And like It's ridiculous. There's a big sign that says no parking. And then it says danger, equ- heavy equipment crossing. And they just don't even slow down. There's sp- speed limit signs everywhere. Five miles an hour. Yeah, They're 20 like, miles an hour. We got Cadillacs and Audis just flying zipping through. And, I mean, even the people we work with, you know, like, it should be common sense that if you see a forklift and you were parking a forklift, to put it next to the forklift, to put it on the other side next to, like, a light tower or tractor. Right, yeah, you're not going to put, like, a fresh loaf of bread in your fucking closet. (laughs) You're not going to put your Glock in the vanity mirror in the bathroom, like... It's, I don't even know. It's just. I think um, there is a, a sense of entitlement. Uh, so as much. Far as so much. Like, we don't have to worry about natural predation. We don't have to worry about literal starvation because we missed a, a berry bush that we walked by. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Um, all of our basic needs are met and we live in an environment uh, at least in this country, of um, just catering, right? Everything is automated. Everything will just happen for you. You don't have to do anything. You just coast through life and mm-hmm. things happen for you uh, for the most part. But sometimes these these uh, signs, these processes, these warnings are plastered everywhere and I don't know if people are just waiting for their GPS to tell them, hey, stop. Hey, slow <laughs> down. It, like It's like they're expecting this Alexa to just guide them throughout their entire life without making critical decisions. Uh, and it, it doesn't seem so bad. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm pulling up to this business. Great, dude. Like This is a business with a lot of dangerous stuff. At any given time, I'm, I'm just waiting for it to be that yeah, uh, some BMW just drove straight into a forklift and died. Like, the driver died. Uh, I saw the sign. Could... I drove right by. I saw the sign. Yeah, and, and at that point... I park where I want to. <laughs> that, rich, that rich trophy wife has no grounds to sue because her stupid-ass husband drove into a forklift. Like, no. There were signs everywhere. You just couldn't like, fucking be bothered. The same people that would, like, drive into Area 51... With like all the signs, have you seen these signs? They're like restricted area, no no admittance. Seriously, don't come in here. You will be shot if you keep going forward. Yeah. And I just like, hey, this is a nice road, honey. It's not even a conscious decision because they're not reading and recognizing their environment. It's just they're on fucking autopilot, expecting everything's just gonna work out for them. And uh, this common sense is like. It's just 
juxtaposed by extreme laziness. Yeah, and I, I also think that common sense is a learned skill. Like, I have kids, right? So, especially with my son, I'm like, dude, when we went to the, the um, metal show, you know, I told him wear pants. Mm-hmm. So you don't go to a metal show in shorts, dude. You got to put pants on. Okay. And then uh, you know, it's getting towards the end. Survived the whole pit, everything. And I'm like, okay, man, don't go over there climbing around on shit because them edges are sharp. Okay. Ten minutes later, his leg's fucking gushing blood. I'm like, well. <laughs> you fucked around and you, <laughs> you found, found out. You found out. I mean, you know, don't go stick a penny in the fucking... Sometimes you have to let your kids, like, do things and get hurt, and it sucks, but that's how they learn. I guarantee you he ain't going to go jumping on no fucking stage next time. Yeah, <laughs> you know? lessons, um, <clears throat> lessons written in blood. We, we talk about that a lot in, like, the safety culture of our company, and it's the same thing in, in the Navy and uh, the armed for, uh, services. There's a lot of situations where people have tried and been tested and either found wanting <clears throat> and failed they, miserably. They, they go back and they look over everything. There's an investigation and they say, oh, it's fucked up. This is how we prevent that from happening in the future. Uh, for me, we had safety briefs for every operation. You know, this is what's expected to happen. This is what everyone's position is. This is what's expected of them. These are lessons from previous operations where someone didn't follow the rules or we discovered this is a gap in our, like, information, you know? Mm -hmm. we, we didn't know this could happen. This happened. This is what we're going to do about it now. We have this thing called the um, uh, risk uh, matrix, basically. All right, so we had, like, our, our risk assessment, and it's a little block list you know risk goes up on one side and um basically wherever you fall on that it's like we had to make sure that our risk assessment was within a tolerable like three point level out of five and uh <clears throat> that was for everything that we did M most civilians don't have that and mm. most civilians don't know to apply that sort of thinking that critical thinking to anything in their life right if you're driving a car is a constant it's the most dangerous thing you can do like dead ass you're at the behest of everyone else on the road expecting them to follow the rules mm -hmm. follow signage which from our our ex, uh, experience doesn't fucking happen you constantly have people uh blacking out and is going into like they're thinking about other stuff they're texting on the phone they're calling someone they're thinking about some other shit that's going on when I was gearing up for the, the Navy, I had a recruiter, and he'd have to drive me around to uh, testing facilities and stuff like that, one of which was like an hour and a half away. We did this three or four times, and one of the times we were driving over there, <clears throat> it was early in the morning, like 6.30 or something like that, 6 a.m. had to be there by 7 at the YMCA to do my fitness test. And I was like, oh, dude, he must be so tired. How do you do this? He's like, well, a lot of times I just don't remember. See, I just, I arrive here. I get in my car, leave my house, and I just arrive here. He's like, I don't remember anything oh, <laughs> from the drive. Shit. And bro, you know I'm in the car, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> I remember. I see you like narrowly dodging this Mustang or fucking semi truck. Uh, he just was so entitled and accustomed to like his day in day out experience that he put that on autopilot. Yeah. It seemed like such a mundane thing that there was no critical thinking at that point. And I noticed that almost all the time driving. Uh, and that's scary. Do you like know, in yourself or molt, yeah, even for myself. And I'm, I'm you ride a fucking motorcycle. I'm on a motorcycle, so I'm I'm really hyper aware of everything that's been going on. But there would be times where I'm driving down, uh, like we have two main highways run north south, ninety five and seventy five on either side of uh, the state, and I family on the other side of the state. So it's a two and a half to four hour drive, depending on how fast I want to go. And I used to be on this little Ninja 250 uh, motorcycle, topped out at like 95 miles an hour. And I'd just get so tired and bored that I'd be like resting on my motorcycle, you know, throttle to the max, just leaning on my fuselage uh, in the most comfortable state that I could. One, I'm driving with one hand. My other arm is propped up, like holding my head, like the thinking statue of David. (laughs) And I'll spend an hour like that. You know, just open roads, uh, super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where it's we're so accustomed to whatever the situation is that the risk in our mind just goes down and down and down. Oh, I've done this a hundred times. I've driven to work a thousand times before. Dude, but every time you hop in that car, the situation isn't the same. Anything can happen. And yeah. uh, for I so many say, people, yeah. like common sense, there's a... Uh, this whole sub shenanigans that just happened out at Ocean oh, yeah. Gate created Fuck a yeah. submarine that did not pass inspections, did not function to the basically the generally agreed upon inspection process for all submersibles. They didn't manufacture their sub to those specifications. They didn't test it according to those specifications that were generally agreed upon by everyone to be like what you need to do. And, uh, it's a bunch of reports, a bunch of investigations coming out. I mean, this is an ongoing thing. It just happened uh, a couple of days ago. Sub imploded. Uh, some of the things about this, you got billionaires, uh, super wealthy individuals. The trip cost $250,000 to go down to see the Titanic. And there's been a wave, like a complete flooding of memes. And like... It's fucking hilarious. It, it's, <laughs> I don't feel much compassion for them. Because everyone had to sign the waivers, everyone had the opportunity to uh, validate, you know, this company. And the only one that I even remotely felt in kind of way was the young kid, and like he didn't really want to go. But uh, it was Father's Day, son or his dad wanted him to go with him, so he went. And I guess he was like terrified, fucking. So that sucks, you know, but. Yeah, uh, from what I've been reading, rich people do stupid shit. Yeah, because they don't feel like there's any consequences. They're they're rich. The the whole world is at their fingertips. So why wouldn't it just modify itself to fit them? You know, and there's like a portcullis viewing window that was only apparently rated for like fifteen hundred meters or something like that. It was roughly like five thousand feet. Now the Titanic sits at twelve thousand five hundred feet depth the entire machine like the hull itself was rated for like thirteen thousand one hundred twenty four feet 
So you're within 500 feet tolerance of the maximum rated pressure for this machine, but that's just the hole. Now the portcullis, the viewing window, a, a single point of failure was only rated for like three or 4,000 feet. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> like you're, you're pushing it three times beyond what the engineered standard is. And, uh, you know, granted, these are people that purchased a service and they just expected the company to do all the things correctly. And uh, you can't do that. <laughs> Ratings are a, are a thing. When you're putting yourself in an extreme situation, you have to take extreme measures in verifying like your risk assessment. And uh, they didn't do that. They just assumed or didn't fucking be bothered to double check uh, what they're going into. And a tragedy happened. This thing compressed with, I think it was 5,500 PSI. Um, long story short, these people probably died before they could even finish their thought. Um, the Horribly and terribly. The, the pressures exerted there uh, compressed the air. It basically became plasma. Uh, and so th there wasn't even a chance for them to regret what was happening. Hmm. Um, they weren't sitting there at the bottom of the ocean for like days, you know, running out of air. This is, is an instantaneous thing that happened. I um, knew it by the way. Yeah. I knew it. You, ever, you remember the abyss? Yes. When they had the whole sub fight and then the dude like fell into the trench. Yep. And he's slowly descending. Mm -hmm. And then the cracks come across the fucking thing. And then it just fucking <laughs> like a fucking tin can. I was like, yep. They got a best. That's what fucking happened to them they, bitches. They got a best. Uh, but we as humanity think that we are masters of nature. And Not we, the especially <laughs> in, in a first world society, think that everything is to a certain standard. And uh, we are outraged when we find out that, oh, this food can spoil or you know yeah. this machine has a fault in it whatever the situation is we just expect that things are done for us and we uh -huh, we, we just don't do anything for ourselves anymore there, there's you don't no check anything thought. nobody yeah. checks anything either like if, even if i was able to go on that thing i would have looked at it and been like I don't think so, dude. I, I want off. <laughs> Can I have my money back? Because this thing looks shoddy as fuck. You know? I don't know if it's just from working in equipment or... But, you know, shit breaks down. You know, all the time. It even even with the best machine. And it, it really is a disease of wealth uh, in a lot of ways. I mean, I can't afford to go on a $20,000 safari to Africa... I but wouldn't anyway. You bet my ass <laughs> that I'm not rolling out to Africa to go look at lions. You know, <laughs> Do you in, remember in that? an open cage Jeep. Dude, there was a video in like the nineties, I think. The guy got out of the fucking Jeep, went out there to take pictures of the lions, and they fucking ate him. Of course they did, you know, and his wife was like she couldn't go help him because she would have got yeah. ate too. Yeah. She just had to watch her husband get eaten because he was an idiot, you know. Like, you don't go fucking with lions, man. Like, you don't go fucking with animals that can... Look, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's common sense because I don't fuck with things that can eat me. You're not Samson, dude. <laughs> I not do gonna, not You're go, not Hercules. I don't fuck with the ocean. 
Yeah, we talked about this. If, if yeah. it ain't a swimming pool, I probably ain't going to get in it. You know? Like, I'm big and burly and strong, and but you're not top just, of the food chain in the ocean. I just watched a video this morning. A uh, man was attacked by a bull shark in the Everglades. Holy now, fucking crap. Uh, tore his hand to shit. So he's, for whatever reason, they're recording because everyone records everything right now. Um, but they're in their boat and they've been fishing and they know sharks have been catching their fish. Mm. Okay, cool. So you know there's sharks in this area. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Everglades is generally a, a fresh or brackish water environment. Um, it's a slow-moving river that like feeds out and uh, into the ocean over by the Keys in Florida. Uh, so a lot of people think, like, alligators. Like, okay, that's that's a worry. Mm. Not a lot of people think about sharks. Well, bull sharks are adapted to exist in fresh water. Bull sharks have been found thousands of miles up the Amazon River, uh, in the Nile, in pretty much every river system across the world. There are sharks. And the bull sharks uh, have like the highest testosterone produced of any animal in the world. Yeah. They have like the most enlarged frontal cortex, which controls aggression. So these things are just made to attack anything that moves. And there was a whole video game on that man eater. Um, you're you're a fucking bull shark, and you're in the rivers, the, eating fucking eating the everything. Original Jaws story was based off of uh, a boy who was killed by a bull shark. I believe it was in like Connecticut or something like that. It was way up north. Yeah. He's in a creek. Or a crick for some of you rednecks. <laughs> and uh, they're swimming around, and a kid got eaten by a bull shark. That's what spawned the Jaws thing. So guys were fishing. They're supposed to know fish. They're supposed to know nature. They're naturalists of some degree. Well, he's washing his hands, like fish-smelling hands, in the water, making splashes. The common sense for all of us is that sharks are attracted to splashing. They're attracted to bright colors and splashing. And smells. Because it, yeah, and smells like blood or fish. Because splashing indicates a wounded animal and or movement. And so the shark goes towards that. Washes hands once, comes up, everything's cool. Goes to do it again. Bull shark reaches up, grabs his hand, pulls him out of the boat. And you hear the people, go get him, get him, get him. And it was like a eight foot bull shark. I mean, it was not a small shark. But it's one of those things where you're born in any normal environment. You wouldn't know about that, you know, process of nature or like aspects of sharks unless you were taught that. So to some degree, common sense is a definitely trained thing, right? You, you, we stand on the shoulders of the giants. Humanity is predicated upon all of the work done before us. Yep. You know, we didn't build our own phones in this generation. We didn't build our houses from the ground up. We didn't discover electricity. There's some things that are just known, that are taught to us, whether it's through family or school or a secondhand experience. These guys should have known better. Bring a fucking gallon of water. Wash your hands off with that if it's so important to you. Just uh, hearing the story, I'm like, why the fuck would you wash your hands in dirty-ass water anyway? Right after the <laughs> sharks were eating all of your fish. Yeah, it's... I would, first off, I would never be in the Everglades, so I have a lot of conversations about stories like this and stuff with people at the gym. Most of them are black people, and I'm like, listen, bro, that ain't your normal white dude, man. <laughs> like, I'm not like, oh my god, what's happening over here? No, 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 no. I, if I see a motherfucker running, 
especially more than one person, I'm taking the fuck off. It was a great meme. It's like, yeah, I'm white, but I'm not spend $250,000 to go see the Titanic <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean, white. No, I do not fuck with the ocean. I haven't been to the beach. Live, we live in Florida. The beach yep. is the thing. And we've got the greatest, literally rated as the greatest beaches in the I, world. I don't even go miles to Miles away. I haven't even been on the island since I quit driving. I don't fucking fuck with the beach. I don't like it. I don't want to be in it. I don't want to do it. You know, wife loves the beach. I ain't going. Sorry. You know, um, I like to build sandcastles and shit, but that's about fucking it. I ain't getting in the water. You know, I don't, if I can't see it, I don't want to fuck with it. I think one of the, the greatest quotes is like, what did you think would happen? Right. Yeah. When it comes out and there's yeah. some tragedy, what did you think would happen? And when you look into it, they didn't think. I mean, there even there's no common sense applied. Even our company has like timeouts, you know? So, you'll see somebody about to do some shit, and when you're, you know, think the way that we think, or they wait, way you want you think is, uh, like you, oh, time out, dude. You're probably gonna rip your fucking finger off doing yeah, that. Take take ten, take ten seconds to evaluate the situation and think about all the risks and all the things that are in place to mitigate those risks. The the entitlement. <clears throat> is I think overshadows the common sense. Yeah. You know, even the, that's not my job factor. Is huge. In every company, especially ours. In every, in every situation, right? Whether it's grocery carts in the middle of the parking lot, right? That's not my job to move it. You see the dude that has the magnet, goes around throwing the magnet on people's cars that said, I didn't put my card away. And then the people get pissed and like trying to beat him up. And he's like, "Hey, man, you're the one didn't put your fucking cart away. You're you're a dirty cart lever." Yeah. And he's like, people get out and try to beat him up and stuff. And he they take it off and throw it. And he has another one. As soon as they get back in the car, he like fucking throws it. It's great. I love it. I gotta watch that. But as someone who started their career in working and being the cart boy, I put my cart away. You know. Always. Just yesterday, I um, uh, had my cart coming out of a, a local grocery store, and cart is one lane away. You know, it's like a little grass median, mm. you know, high raised concrete in between me and like the next lane that has the cart receptacles. And someone had left their cart up on the median in the grass, yeah. as lazy fucks do. <clears throat> so, I sent my girlfriend on the car. Oh, I'll be right back. Turn the car on so she has AC, and then I go out and take my cart, push it up on the median, grab the other cart, and then push it off, and then push it all the way back in the receptacle, make sure that it is in there, and it's not going to roll right back out yep. over that little metal bump that's supposed to stop all carts from <laughs> yeah. hitting your, your BMW. Uh, so I'm, I'm self-recognizing all of the potential risks and like my, my place in the greater picture, me being a responsible citizen, and... Uh, I just I wish that if, other people would be doing the same. If thing. everyone did it, there would be it would be so much easier, you know. And and for our company, right? We all work at the same place, and it just seems all just like America right now. It just seems all divided. Like you got the office people, then you got the mechanics, then you got the drivers, and then you got 
us in the middle in the yard and we're like listening to all of them and we're just like what the fuck are we supposed to do here i don't you know it's not my job um it kind of is because we all have the same goal to have a rentable piece of equipment or we all want to drive through a parking lot and not fucking have a grocery cart come out of left field during a gust of wind and hit our shit something i mean and then just by putting the cart away now the guy as the guy that was one of i was one of them Mm. you don't have to go around collecting all the cards you just go up to the and i started at like fucking cash and carry we didn't have that little you know pusher thing yeah we had to do it by hand me and hunter you know so we fucking put it all we we, we were stupid so we would try to put like Like 50 cards 50 fucking cards to see who could push them i've seen it you know, he was at the front, and I was at the back, and he would steer it, and then we got the train going, and it was fucking awesome, but it sucked, too. You know, you have to go around the parking lot picking up all the fucking carts. Yeah, that was, reminds me of a story. I was with my uncle. We were general contractors back in the day, and I was like 14. You know, he had just adopted me, and uh, we were getting bags of, like, cement mix or mud or something like that, but we were doing a whole home renovation. We stacked this cart with probably 11 or 1200 pounds worth of material <laughs> right and once Not this cart, cart gets moving the cart is moving there is yeah, it's fucking heavy there is no stopping the cart immediately <laughs> uh it has now become a force of nature in of itself yeah and uh there was this this larger <laughs> uh older woman who oh shit <laughs> saw us she turned around and saw us and we we're pushing it down this lane and she stopped dead ass in the middle of the lane. And I'm like, I'm a super cordial individual. Like, I'm not rude. I'm like very polite. Mm-hmm. Um, I was growing up, you know, sirs and ma'ams and everything. And when my we were pushing this car, it took two, both of us to get it moving. We're, we're moving. We're trying to get to our next job. And she stops in the middle of the lane. Cart's still moving dead ass towards her. Like, she doesn't push herself a little bit towards the shelving or anything. Just in the middle after she had acknowledged us. And Monk was like, bitch, get your fat fucking ass out of the way. And she's like, oh my God. And like a cart is barreling through and she jumps out. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Looking back at it, I should not have apologized. No. Uh, That's a whole other thing, too, is like people just stand in the fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she she recognized that there was a potential risk, right? And ignored it. And yeah, I, I take up a lot of space as yeah, a human being. You're, you're, you're a wide dude. Wide load like a motherfucker, dude. I come through the hallway and three quarters of the hallway is gone. <laughs> you know, so right. I intentionally try to get out of the fucking way because I know that I take up a lot of room and I can't stand people that don't. You know, so a lot of time, well, for me, they'll see me and most of the time they move because of my stature, but I have experiments sometimes. Like we'll go to Walmart, my wife, I'll let her go in the hallway before me. Right. And, and there's just like this traffic jam. I come around the corner, (laughs) standing behind her, coming towards the traffic jam. As soon as people see me coming, they'll start to. What do, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, D7 they, start, they start like fucking like 
you know, and my wife, themselves around, my wife's yeah. just standing there off to the side, like you're supposed to be waiting. And then I'm like, what's the hold up? And then like, they'll all just dart out of the way. It's funny. But I try to not be in the way as much as possible. I can't stand it. Um, and as part of the entitlement, like people think that they don't have to stop for you. No, it's kind of a contradiction because I also don't like people that don't stop. Mm -hmm. Like in crosswalks, it's kind of the rule of a crosswalk. So like my family will stand there all fucking day when people are zooming by. I walk right out traffic. (laughs) Give a fuck. Hit me. I will fuck your car up. And uh, they stop because they either have to hit me or they stop. Yeah, you might be a little bit part of the problem. Um, well, it's a crosswalk though. Literally has a stop sign. Even you, you have to stop at the stop sign. This isn't a parking lot, not in the road. Right. The com- the common sense. The common sense that, part, yeah, is that you stop at the stop sign. Right. If there's nobody there, then you continue. I think the common sense is adjusted though. You can't depend on other people to utilize their common sense. I can't. To I can't not. I can't not. You have to stop. You there's are. Stop you sign. are. You are testing the system. Yeah. All right. Um, you're accepting the risks. I uh, am, because it's their fault if they yeah, hit me. because if you're not immediately killed upon impact, they're dead. <laughs> well, or um, they have consequences because yeah. they didn't stop at the stop sign. But we as, as human beings, we have, we've reached the stars. You know what I mean? Yep. We know how the universe was made through math. We can create infinite energy. We can do literally anything. and Except uh, for stop at stop signs yeah, and lead and signs. So <laughs> when our heads are in the clouds, we like are ignoring the most basic ground level rules. And um, I think that, and you've talked about this before, uh, like if we were in you know, caveman times and, and shit like that, where survival was predicated upon our moment-to-moment decision-making, most of us would be dead. Oh, yeah. Beating it by a saber-toothed tiger or, you know... Going trying to take pictures of the wrong berry. Yeah, it's it's really... It's ugly, the lack of uh, self-preservation because of uh, entitlement or laziness. We just... We assume that everything's going to work out for us. And... uh, then we have situations like this Ocean Gate situation. No, it didn't work out for you because no. you didn't take the time to verify. This is an extreme risk, mm-hmm. which takes extreme criticism of whatever process you're about to become a part of. And, um, well, I mean, then there's people that like you'll warn them. They'll take it into consideration and then they listen to someone else that's telling them to do the opposite. You know, like uh, the roller incident. You had a guy drive a roller off the back of a truck, which is fucking five feet high, big ass steamroller, you know. And uh, I was walking by because he was asking me if it would fit with this and this. And I was like, I wouldn't put it on there, dude, because, you know, you got this piece and you're taking up. That's like a one piece load for this truck, not just based on weight, but size of the machine, the way it moves. I wouldn't do it. So talk about loading up equipment on a truck. Uh the truck is only about what, thirty three feet thirty three feet long on deck. 
Mm, um, it's a 24-foot bed. Okay, 24 feet. All right, so you have one machine that's 10 feet uh, for a total footprint, and you have another machine that now you only have 14 feet total space to maneuver with. Right. And, uh, and there was risk involved because the gentleman was unfamiliar with the equipment and how it operated. All right, so boom, risk elevated. And then when he's trying to get it loaded up, you know, he did the right thing by asking you, right, asking other people how he should go about loading it, you know, what considerations there were. But there was another individual that was just pressing him to like, oh, it's fine. I've done this a hundred times. Yeah. Just do this. Well, so yeah, that, you... that was the point that I walked away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't do it, dude. <clears throat> you know, and then I walked off. Right. So it was probably a failure on, it was a failure on multiple parts. Uh, but in this situation, like, as a team, we should have recognized this. Uh, you probably should have come to me or the driver should have come to me. It, it was a lot of those, you know, it's not my job. It's not my problem. It's not my my fault in case anything happens. <laughs> By the time I made it to you, it would already been after. Yeah. You know, but. At the end of the day, right, more effort should have been made to identify and adjust accordingly to the situation. But there was another individual there that was reinforcing him. Oh, it'll be fine. It Long story short, well, I mean, it he, was not he, fine. He even told him, like, I don't I don't think I should do this, dude. And he's like, oh, no, just, just go ahead. And he keeps doing it. I was like, he's not going to listen. Yeah. So we had, we had an incident. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, the individual at the end of the day was okay. There was no permanent damage to the machine or himself. Um, Fell far. Yeah. So... I guess the whole point of this common sense topic is that you can't take anything for granted. You have to think for yourself. You have to try to self-evaluate and recognize your own thought patterns because that's mm. that's what a lot of this is, is you get complacent. We do things like driving in and out every single day. Most accidents happen within like three miles of the home, right? Because, oh, I know these streets. I know the traffic patterns at this time of day. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever excuses you can make for yourself, when you get in an accident and you're a victim of your own circumstance, you have no one to blame but yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, life is dangerous. Dude, life is a struggle. There's a reason why nature is so fucking scary. You yeah. bombardier beetles that shoot fucking acid blood. <laughs> You've got uh, mantis shrimp that create the heat of the sun by clicking their claws to kill something. Yeah, it's crazy. Nature has gone to the extremes because life is extreme. And we are simple, soft-bodied, flesh individuals with a brain that is way too fucking big. And we start thinking on a higher level and we forget that there's still survival at stake. There's still simple things. And whether it's a physical survival... Or it's a social survival thing. Like, you can't just say whatever you want to anyone at any given point in time without repercussions. Yep. Um, you can't do anything. You can't just cut past someone in line at the bank because you feel entitled that your money and your process and your interaction is more valuable than theirs. It's not mm. how... It's a good way to get beat up. Yeah, that's not how civilization works. That's not how nature works. Um you got to understand your place. 
and your place at the end of the day is like you're still a flesh and blood and bone organism that is subject to extreme risk at any given point in the day uh check your fucking food dates on your milk man you might be drinking bad milk you might be driving a car that has a recall on the brakes. Yeah. You might be boarding a plane that has a history on this airline of terrible maintenance <laughs> um, or a submarine. So yeah. you got to really check yourself because... Before you wreck yourself. Right. At the end of the day, <laughs> right, you could be dead. You could be paralyzed. You could be in a vegetative state. You could be wounded or just embarrassed. Whatever the result is, you have to understand that it was your responsibility, your duty at the end of the day. No one else is going to take care of you but you. So you have to do everything that you can to make sure that you make it through this life as safely, as like, you know, comfortably as possible. And uh, that's on you. Common sense should be a universal concept. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, as as actually so eloquently put it before, it's gone the way of the dinosaur because we have so many things in place that on the surface level make things easier, but that's just the surface level. The root of the problem is you, is us. We have to watch out for ourselves, our family, our loved ones, and really put thought to every action that we're doing. You can't run on autopilot. That's a recipe for disaster. You will crash. You will burn. And... You may take everyone you love with you. Yep. I've hurt myself way more times than I can count. And I have lots of common sense, you know? I mean, even to the point of, like, I went camping and severed the fucking tendon in my pointer finger of my own doing, you know? First day, camping. And uh, I'm fucking making steaks, like like tent steaks. Mm-hmm. For some reason, out of uh, palm fronds, yeah. So I'm splitting them down the middle. I got my hand on the bottom, and the machete in my hand on the top. And I'm splitting them. I stopped halfway, and I thought to myself, I should probably put my hand on the top now. <laughs> yeah, it'd be okay. <laughs> and then I fucking cut my fucking hand the first goddamn day. Cut my finger, my tendon. And I was like, fuck. You know, and then I realized how thin the skin on your hands are, and I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. But that split second of, like, I should move my hand or put on some gloves or something, I skipped a step, and then I cut myself pretty badly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bad enough to have, have stitches. gone other ways. You could have lost a finger. Yeah, I could cut. Well, even my wife was like, if you didn't have fucking... <clears throat> Sasquatch bones and you know, cut your fucking finger off. Uh, so, didn't even do any damage to the bone. I hit the bone, definitely. It had like a, a V shape in the bone. Right. But it didn't go any part. But, you know, whatever. I still did it. And I felt like an idiot, you know. Because um, I, I try to be logical, common sense based. That was a learning experience. Now I have Kevlar gloves. Yeah, you're not entitled to your own survival right that's something you have to fight for with every moment of the day with every decision you make and whether that survival is a, a physical survival like cutting your fucking finger off or getting bitted by a shark or going into sub to thirteen thousand feet depth 
Mm. Um, those are decisions you have to make and you have to understand the consequences and the risks associated. It could be a social thing. You know, you, you have to understand <clears throat> like for an actor, uh, we're talking about like Ezra Miller from the flash, mm -hmm. uh, movie. I'm surprised that movie even got released Me too. because several others got canceled. That dude has got a lot of shit going on with him, <laughs> but he had situations. He's got a, a rap sheet. Like he choked a fan and this was supposed to have uh, per the story been like a comical kind of thing because she might've asked him or whatever it was. You understand the social context Right for your financial survival, and that's that's his whole thing is being an actor, being a public figure. Mm -hmm. And then he willingly proceeded, while I think intoxicated, to choke this fan out and make some like comments while doing so. He fucking tanked himself, right? You're calling him a he. Uh, they them. Sorry, <laughs> uh, at this point he was still a he. He, I don't he had care. identified. I'm just making um, a joke. Oh, this individual like made a decision was the wrong decision on several levels he's made a lot of bad decisions he's, he's made a lot uh but you gotta understand that like whether it's a social a financial a physical whatever the situation you have decisions to make and you need to run those through a full gamut mm. of uh decision making scenario like risk assessment you know like ashley uh does run that scenario in your head a couple times See how many ways it comes out good and how many times it comes out bad. You might not make that decision you would have originally thought of yeah, making. I mean, there was a video of him getting arrested. And the cop was calling him sir or something. And he got all pissed off. I don't know. I identify as non-binary, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like patting him down. And he's like, you're touching my penis. And I was like, doesn't that make you a man? <laughs> I was all kinds of confused. Then there's some kind of story about him um, grooming some young girl. Yeah. Who knows what it is, but, you know, it's, it's, he's made a lot of bad choices. Yeah, who knows what the reality is, but uh, often in the military, because we have a lot of situations with um, fraternization and, like, yeah, <laughs> upper-level people doing inappropriate things with lower-level people. And one of the common phrases we had was, uh, perception is reality. Yeah. Nobody's going to know the full story. Nobody's going to know no. who was thinking what at what given time. All they can see is that headline, that report. Well, we talk about that all the time, too, is nobody ever actually reads it. And yeah. nobody follows up on it once it you're cleared. They're just, you're that's all the, they remember. You're going to see the clickbait, and boom, that's fact. That's all they remember is that, that one story. And, I mean, you've even been caught with this, with the don't say gay bill, you know. And, and some of these books, dude, that, you know, Santa's is trying to ban is, like, ridiculous. Like, telling kids how to, they're six, how to jack off. It's crazy. Like, people don't even want to read them. Like, grown-ups. Mm -hmm. and, and they're wanting these kids to read them. And it's like, they don't read the, they only read the first part. The headline. Yeah. And that's it. They never click it. Oh my God, he's banning books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking look at these books, you know, or whatever it is. Like, you have to read it. And don't just read that one. You know, go on Fox and read that one, and then go on CNN and read this one. And somewhere in the middle is where the truth is. 
know what I'm saying? I uh, try very hard to not just go off the first story. And I I don't like to react right away. Right. I'll see it and it pisses me off. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I don't like take to the streets because of it, you know? I'll wait a couple days. Then the truth is where it comes out or some... Mm -hmm. Somewhere where you can identify, like, okay, well, they said this, they said this, it's probably this. Right. And uh, that's where I put my truth. You know, perception is definitely a big uh, thing. And, I mean, if you're perceived as a lazy fat fuck that doesn't do anything to help anyone by multiple people, it's probably because it's you. Yeah. You're the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I mean, I've learned this because, you know, I'm not easy to work with because I expect people to do work and do, <laughs> you know, their job. Right. And uh, I get a bad rap for it, even from managers, because I expect managers to do just what what we all have to do. I, yeah. I hold them all to the same standard, and it's bitten me in the ass a bunch of times. Well, you're just an asshole. I'm like, am I? Or are you not working, you know? And so I've never had like multiple people say all the same thing about me. It's usually like a big variation. Yeah. And I'm always the same. Like I'm never different with any other person than I am with anyone else. I act the same way to everyone. Right. And uh, some people like me, some people don't. But whatever. I don't care. At least they should know what they're getting. If you act they the same. Always the same. I never change, you know? Um the way I am with you is the way I am with everyone else. And I, if I don't know you, I come off kind of brash and dickheady. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. But I mean, if multiple people are saying that you're not doing your job, then you're not doing your job. Like if it's one guy, maybe you had some kind of argument with him and it's just that's how it is. You know, maybe it's just his opinion of you, but. When four, five people say the same shit, it's because it's true. Take that into consideration and change it. Me personally, if a bunch of people are saying the same thing about me, I'm probably going to try to change it. I'm going to be like, cool, well, they're just, they're just dickheads. No, it's me. I have to ch- I've changed a lot. Yeah, no, we, we recognize. But there's, um, there's a process, right? We're all trying to get somewhere. We all have certain goals. And... Um, you know, for those people, the common sense is that they are the lowest common denominator. They they are making an error somewhere, and that error could put other people at risk. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we are all those people, right? So we all have to do our best to try to mitigate the risks towards other people, whether it's putting your fucking shopping cart away or obeying traffic signs. Um, there's things in place uh, that try to keep us on track to protect ourselves from ourselves mm-hmm. and other things that we can't control so with common sense utilize it and it goes above and beyond you you need critical thinking to decide what course of action what circumstance what position uh, you put yourself in is the correct one because too many times we overlook that thinking that things are just going to work out for us. Sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it doesn't in the worst way possible. 
So do yourself a favor, self-evaluate, see if you have any deficiencies with uh, whether what critiques have been about you, whether you've reached some situations that didn't pan out well for you and you could have done better, uh, a la washing your hands in a shark-ridden infested waters <laughs> with fish juice on your hands. Um you know, there's there's lessons to be learned, and we don't have to learn them for ourselves, right? We we hear stories, we're able to break those down and learn through them, and that's the whole reason why there's a school and a college and like tribal knowledge. Uh, other people have failed, so that we can know where not to fail, and uh, you can't expect the system to work for you you have to work with the system yeah i mean even if figured everything out and everybody was hunky-dory and fucking great and society was so easy it would just end up being like demolition man i think where the one violent guy comes back and then nobody knows how to process anything you know can't be too nice i like to put it like this you gotta be kind of like a dick you know can't be a pussy can't be an asshole gotta be a dick you know pussies don't like dicks because dicks fuck pussies (laughs) I totally stole this Uh, assholes just want to shit all over everything you know sometimes you need a big dick coming in and fuck the asshole so you can't be too nice you gotta be a little bit of a dick so when you see somebody not putting their fucking card away, be like, hey, man, you going to leave that there? This is how we going to do things? Or there's a big fucking no smoking sign in front of the shop and you're smoking. Hey, uh, there's I'll a sign. There's a sign right there. What's up? You know, ask some questions. This is how you going to do things? This, this is how you going to do me, man? You just going to leave it there? Well, I know what I did when I was a fucking cart boy. I was like, yo, you going to bring that over here? Or? Mm. <laughs> you know? I mean, because in, in, at the end of the day, you don't put your card away. You're making somebody else's job a little bit harder. Yeah, you put someone else at risk. You know, um, if you don't put the forklift where the forklifts go, now someone else has to move it. And it, it makes that job harder. You're already on it. You know, you're already on the thing. You already have it in your hand. What is five feet? Walk yeah. a little bit further. Yeah, nobody lives in isolation, right? We are all a part of a, a community, a society at large. Every action you do has a repercussion. There's ripple effects to everything that you a do. A greater. And uh, how's that go? Say every go. action has a equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. So make sure your actions are in line with the greater goal. Make sure that you're not putting yourself or others at risk. Because risk is out there, and it will not be mitigated just because a sign says so, especially if you don't read that sign. Yeah. I mean, if you walk outside, you're at risk. No matter where you are. You know, earthquake fucking happen, sun exposure, especially down here. You know, the heat is ridiculous. The humidity is high. You don't drink enough water, you pass out. You can ask Dave about that for tree work. You know, he fucking almost died. Was a soldier all day, but it's like you guys run off of like hydraulic oil or something. How do you keep going? 
Like we pace ourselves and we drink a lot of water. You know, um, you got to take care of yourself, man. And and that comes with taking care of others. Yeah, you're not the only thing in the universe. The world doesn't revolve around you. So, wrap up. Yeah, common sense isn't so common, but it's out there. You need only grasp it and it's utilize it. Easy to find. It's easy to do. It's, it's easy on, to teach. It's on every sign. So, yeah. uh, oh, I saw the sign. I drove right by. I saw the sign. And Park where note, I want to. Where's the office, dude? And on that note, cue the music. <laughs>